Hello, hello, this is episode number 52. I screwed up a little bit in the beginning because I forgot to to unmute myself in Zoom. Thank you, uh, audience, live audience, which I have in, in YouTube who helped me to unmute myself. But unfortunately, I didn't notice it in the beginning. But okay, let's let's proceed. So we, we have a PG upgrade, which is kind of a very good tool to upgrade. Like in, in ancient time, we needed to dump restore our database to perform a major upgrade. But now we have PG upgrade, great. But actually, we discussed it with Michael uh, some time ago. We had an episode about minor and major upgrades. Uh, we discussed high-level problems. It, uh, we usually have and so on but let me discuss particular problems when you use pg upgrade to run uh, major upgrades so problem number one if you have a huge database and some uh, significant traffic to it and you want to avoid downtime it's well there is a well-known idea let's use logical uh, to avoid downtime of course, if you use page upgrade as is, it will be it will take significant time. And there is another recipe described in documentation to use uh, dash k or dash dash link uh, option to which significantly speeds up the process because we switch to using hard links. Uh, most of files in PG data is not going to change during upgrade, so hard links help. Um, but some people say, okay, we don't want even some minutes out like it will take usually up to few 10 minutes or 15 minutes, depending on cluster size and uh, additional steps you perform. Uh, they say, we want to do it faster. Let's involve logical replication. And here we have a couple of dangers. Uh, first of all, if cluster is really huge, it's very challenging to initialize logical replica. Because uh, when you initialize it in traditional way, it's uh, it's 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 fully automated. If you just create a replication subscription and start uh, a subscription to new uh, empty cluster, if it's already new Postgres, great, it will be done automatically. But it, you will find it very challenging for really big databases, like for example, five, ten, fifteen terabytes under some significant load, load like at least at least like thousands or a few dozens of thousands of TPS. And uh, why is it so? Because uh, initialization at logical level involves uh, basically a kind of dump restore um, process, which takes long. And also it affects the health of the source cluster, which currently is your main cluster under use, right? And, uh, and uh, before uh, Postgres 16, which is not yet released, yesterday we had only beta 2 and uh, also the branch uh, RL 16 stable was stamped, meaning that we're already close to release, but still not there. Uh, and Postgres 16 will allow you to uh, re logically replicate from standbys. Right now it's not possible. So it's possible only from primary. But even if it's from standby, the problem will remain. So you affect uh, how auto-vacuum workers work and they cannot uh, remove freshly dead apples because you're still taking data and you need that, snap that snapshot. So after when, after the moment you started, if some tuples became dead, uh, Autoacum cannot uh, remove that dead tuples, and you will see in logs that some number of tuples are dead but cannot yet be removed. Why? Because we still hold 
snapshot because we still initializing our replica. And sometimes it's even not possible to, mm, to finish like L and load on the primary you produce a lot of load. So it's it's kind of uh, difficult and I actually didn't do it myself never. I just know it's like not it feels not right approach, but my colleagues did and they tried and they failed. Even on smaller database like about one terabyte. So how to do it better? There's a recipe. So we call it physical to logical. Uh, and it's kind of quite straightforward. We can create a. We can first of all have a secondary cluster. I, I'm I'm going to use Patroni terminology here. So we have secondary cluster with its own standby leader. There they are all standbys, but one of them is leader because uh, we have cascaded replication. So standby leader is replicating using streaming replication from main primary, and then it has its own standby nodes, cascaded replication. And Patroni can do that. You can say I'm have I'm having secondary cluster here, so it shouldn't have a real primary, but it has its own standby leader. This uh, this streaming replication is asynchronous, normal streaming replication, and um, then we create a slot and we create publication on the uh, on the source on the primary, as I said. And once we do it. Uh, walls are starting to accumulate on the primary more and more if we keep this this slot unused we know they will be we will be out of disk space on the main primary which is we are using right now so we should move fast or we should have a lot of disk space and of course it's not good to spend a lot of time accumulating this leg basically right if if no one is using this slot we have lsn position we know lsn position when we create a slot using sql approach you can do it in two ways but sql approach is fine as well here so you say select pg create replication slot it will return you lsn so uh, and slot is in at this position good now we have a trick we on our future primary we, not, not, which is currently standby leader we just adjust configuration we say instead of replicating everything at physical using physical replication uh, we, we have a, a setting which is called recovery target lsn and we put this lsn from the slot position we put it right there restart server and let it catch up and pause there's another setting i don't remember the name which says which which action to uh, to perform when uh, something uh, like this achieved like okay we achieved this lsn and we pause great so and not replicating at physical level anything uh, additional by the way we found that if you use uh, wall shipping here sometimes it, it replaces uh, slightly more than needed and so we need to explore this probably but if you use streaming replication this works really good so and we can at this point, we can shut down, and here we have trick. Here we have problem number two. So first of all, this already allows us to switch from physical replication to logical, and this is how we can very quickly initialize logical replica based on physical replica in cases where when you need all of database or majority of tables to be replicated. Of course, with logical, you can replicate, you can replicate only some tables. And this recipe is not good in this case, if you need only like, for example, 10% of all your tables. But if you need everything, and in the case of uh, PG upgrade, uh, 
in the case of a major upgrade, we need everything. In this case, this physical to logical recipe is really good. So, but we have now second problem here. First problem we already solved, right? We, we instead of regular insertion, we uh, use physical replicants switch from physical to logical. By the way, when we create a slot, when we create a subscription, not a slot, when we create subscription, we need to say explicitly that uh, we already have everything. So we just need CDC. Logical consists of two stages. First, two steps. First is full initialization. Um, so bring snapshot of data. And second is CDC, change data capture. So uh, ch um, replaying changes from slot. So in case of physical to logical conversion, we don't need the first one because uh, physical already brought us everything. And how we initialized replica, physical replica doesn't matter. It could be PG-based backup. It could be PG-Bequest or WallG uh, uh, fetching whole database from backups. It could be uh, cloud snapshots or anything else. So now we have second problem. We, what is This problem is quite interesting. Uh, and it says like, it, it feels like this. If you first initialize logical replication and then shut down uh, your logical replica, run page upgrade on it and uh, start again, and there are risks of data corruption. This is quite interesting, and uh, it was discussed in Hacker News, in, in sorry, in the Hackers mailing list a uh, few months ago. There is a discussion. I'm, I'm going to provide a link in description. So it's quite kind of interesting. So when we run PG upgrade, it doesn't play with lo uh, with logical well. Instead of this, let's just change, swap the order of, of our actions. We know that our uh, future primary is at position of the slot. But instead of starting to use logical application right away, let's postpone it. And first, let's run pitch upgrade. We run pitch upgrade. We start our new uh, cluster with, which has all data. And we know it was frozen at the, the position we need. Uh, it's synchronized with the slot, right? So we started, it has timeline one or two, so it's kind of like fresh database. And then we can, after it, we can start using the logical replication, create subscription. And of course, during PG upgrade, we will the slot will accumulate some lag right? because LSN position is frozen, it, it's behind. So of course, uh, PG upgrade should be done faster, as fast as possible. Of for example, involving hard links, uh, the option dash K. In this case, it will take a few minutes. Uh, we can, uh, we know that a new cluster after PG upgrade, we don't have statistics, so we need to run analyze. I would say it's not a good idea to run analyze right away. We can start logical first and uh, run analyze logical subscription first, start uh, this CDC process, change data capture process. And in parallel to run uh, analyze and using many workers, for example, vacuum DB dash dash analyze dash J, some like maybe even number of process uh, cores we have. And if disks are very good, SSD and so on, it's it's it should be fine. And during that, we already uh, the logical application already working. It's catching up. We don't have this risk of data corruption discussed in, in hackers mailing list. And uh, um, 
for for logical, of course, we all tables should have primary key or uh, um, replica identity full. If we have primary key, we don't need actually statistics to work with primary key. So all inserts, updates, deletes will work uh, even before we uh, collect statistics. So we can run analyze in parallel or slightly later and so on. It will be fine. We just shouldn't just run uh, regular user queries on this uh, node yet until we uh, collect statistics. So the, in this case, this is good recipe. Uh, but there is another problem, and this problem is not only related to this recipe involving logical. And by the way, I forgot to mention that a couple of weeks ago, a new tool was published, uh, which is written in Ruby, and it allows to automate uh, the process involving logical and uh, run Postgres major upgrade using logical. It was discussed on Hacker News, uh, it was discussed on Twitter, and at least five people sent me this this tool because they they know I'm interested in Postgres upgrades. Thank you all. Uh, but I think it, it's it's not uh, this tool is is okay. I think I, I briefly checked it and I didn't see this physical to logical conversion. So it means that if you have a really big database, probably this tool won't work well. And second, uh, I'm not sure the like the uh, order of actions. So you should be careful because if order of actions logical first, then upgrade and continue logical, there are risks of corruption. So I would encourage you uh, to check this, explore this and communicate with author. Maybe I will do it as well. It's it's, it's kind of very tricky parts and dangerous parts. Parts. That's why I call this episode PG upgrade tricky and dangerous parts. So finally, let's discuss the final, maybe the most dangerous part, because it's not only about logical. It's about any anyone who uses pitch upgrade, even like, okay, most of people use with hard links with option dash K right now or dash dash link. Uh, but it's not on, it's not even about that. The problem is related to how we upgrade standby nodes. And uh, Postgres documentation describes uh, the recipe uh, involving rsync. It says, okay, once you upgraded the primary uh, to upgrade uh, standbys, which already have some data, just run rsync to eliminate deviation we accumulated during uh, running pg upgrade. And that's it, right? It's quite obvious. But the problem is, if you really want to minimize downtime in case of uh, Without logical in downtime, usually a few minutes. We we want to achieve a few minutes, even if cluster is huge, many 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 terabytes. We want just a few minutes of downtime. If you want to minimize it, you cannot use rsync uh, in uh, best mode. A uh, best mode for rsync would be checksum. So rsync checksum would check the content of all files, but it will it would take a lot. Maybe it's easier to recreate replica than just wait until rsync checksum is working. Unfortunately, rsync is single-threaded thing. So if you want to benefit from the fact that you have fast disks and a lot of cores, you need to to parallelize it somehow yourself. Maybe with GNU parallel or something like that. So it's like kind of a task, and uh, documentation doesn't describe it. But if you 
Mm, just follow the documentation. It says rsync. Oh, okay. There is another option. So if you don't specify checksum, uh, you just use rsync. It will compare two things, uh, size of the file and modification time. It's much better, but still it's question to me, um, will it be reliable? But the, le the least reliable approach is to use the option size only. So we will compare only size. And in this case, uh, guess what documentation describes? Documentation describes size only. And imagine some, um, some table, which is quite big, say 100 gigabytes. Uh, Postgres stores tables and indexes using uh, files, one gigabyte files. Many, many files, one gigabyte files. You can find them using OID of table or index, and you can see OID.1, OID.2, so many files, so all of them are one gigabyte. So if some writes happened uh, during your upgrade, which you are not propagated to standbys, and then you follow uh, Postgres documentation recipe, official recipe, which is currently official, and just run our sync size only, as it describes. Our sync size only, we'll see, okay, we have blah, 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 dot two file, one gigabyte on source, one gigabyte on target, no difference, right? So, so, uh, this is super interesting because it, I suspect many of clusters uh, upgraded recently or maybe not that recently have corrupted standbys. And we had it also with some quite big database uh, last week. We upgraded using our logical recipe, this kind of magic and so on. Uh, and fortunately, we we saw corruption of on replicas, on new replicas, when we moved read-only traffic, user traffic there, and we, we started seeing um, corruption errors in logs. Corruption errors are very important to monitor, and we have three, uh, three uh, error codes. Postgres has three error codes you should always monitor and have alerts on, on which. It's X00, XX000, XX001, XX002. This is the very bottom of the error code page. In documentation, you can find this. And the last three lines, this is the the most, like, this should be, uh, you should have alerts on this, definitely. But a uh, funny thing during uh, major operations, such as major upgrade, you probably silence all alerts. So it's you need to have manual checks as well of logs. And this is how we found out, uh, like, accidentally, we we, check, we were checking logs, logs, and saw a couple of lines, and we saw this, oh, wow, it's, it looks like corruption. And then we found out that all standbys, we had like maybe five standbys, have, in for some files, one gigabyte files, have slightly different content rather than new future primary. We rolled back, so fortunately, no... Uh, data loss, nothing like that happened. So only we had only a few errors, like 30 maybe errors or so for user traffic, and that's it, which is great. But then I started to think, this is official recipe. And the documentation, this recipe, how to perform upgrades, it mentions that uh, you should check with PG control data, you should check uh, the last, check last checkpoint position 
when you stop uh, uh, standby and primary on the on the future cluster new cluster but it says like something like it, it they might have differences if you, if for example you um, stopped uh, standby as first or standby is still running something like that but it doesn't say that you shouldn't proceed if you see difference first of all and it doesn't mention like right now documentation is very very uncertain about the order of how we should stop servers and how we should proceed with this uh, dangerous rsync uh, size only so that's why i'm thinking many clusters were upgraded like that and if you don't have monitoring of corruption probably you, you, you still have corruption on standby nodes it's quite it sounds very dangerous i wrote to hackers yesterday to uh, the mailing list and robert house already admitted that it's, this recipe is looks not right it should be improved but uh, let's discuss how to do uh, how to do it better. Uh, thinking how to do it better, talking to uh, guys and uh, to and uh, Andrei Borodin as well, uh, checking uh, some interesting slides. Uh, standby leader, our new actually new primary, which was already upgraded before upgrade. If we keep it running, and when we keep running also all standbys and then we shut down primary but don't don't shut down uh, all its standbys meaning that we need to disable uh, auto failover such as patroni to keep it to put it to maintenance mode we shouldn't uh, allow auto failover to happen in this case but the idea is we keep standbys running and allow them to fully catch up all, all legs uh, when you shut down some server primary wall sender has some logic to make attempt to to write everything to standbys to send all changes before shutting down and then we also can involve pg control data so the idea is let's keep standbys running we check also with pg control data checkpoint position which is good uh, then we upgrade primary and then probably we still keep running standbys and then probably one by one we shut one down do our sync or probably we shut all of them down and are seeing in parallel with all, all nodes. And this recipe actually I saw in Yandex mail presentation. And I learned yesterday that this recipe with some some work was done from some work work was coming from the guys from Yandex mail in the past related to the use of hard links and this are seeing snippet and so on. But I think it's super important to ensure that uh, standbys received all changes from primary. And, and if if they didn't, probably you will have corruption. Actually, that's it. Uh, I hope it was interesting, dangerous enough. <laughs> dangerous, I mean, uh, the, the lesson here is definitely uh, have monitoring and alerting for uh, corruption errors, XXO1, or two of these three errors probably involve um, uh, some additional checks for example using um check we also uh, my colleagues learned that uh, we um check also found uh, corruption on replicas if you run it because there are deviation between uh, files in index and files in data and then uh, also when when you run pg upgrade the safest i think is just to initialize the replicas if you can afford it just re-initialize it from scratch avoiding this but if you cannot afford it at least 
be very uh, uh, careful with uh, this uh, risk of uh, deviation, right? Or maybe run uh, rsync without uh, data uh, size-only um, option because this size-only option definitely doesn't. I, I, I cannot guarantee that without op this option with default uh, behavior of rsync when it checks size and modification time, you will be fine. I, I cannot say yet. So I think some work should be done. And if you have ideas, please join the discussion on the hackers mailing list, which I started yesterday. So uh, yeah, let me check a couple of questions I have in chat because it's, it's a live session. Uh, are we expecting to have modification and official documentation to ensure safer upgrades in all means? Well, Postgres is open source. You can propose your own modification. I'm still thinking, I have questions here, more than answers. Once I have some answer, I'm definitely going to propose if I have something, some idea which, how to improve, but I, I guess we should, uh, documentation should be changed for all Postgres versions, yes. So, okay, thank you so much. It was uh, some strange episodes again, episode again, and next week, I hope Michael is returning and we will have anniversary one year for our podcast. Thank you so much. Subscribe, share in your social networks and working groups where you work with your colleagues who are also interested in Postgres and send us comments with uh, your feedback and ideas for future. Thank you. Bye.